0: hi there this is Regina Larco your host at off the record podcasting with impact and I'm like double recording this right now because gosh I really had trouble today to get the uh, to get the back end from uh, Spotify for podcasters formerly known as anchor running I've been recording into their uh, like uh, native recording device thingy uh, and it's just yeah, I did that twice now. it just, it never appeared. It just was lost. And it's such a shame because it was just such a good episode. Okay. Can I like reconstruct it now what I was saying? Uh, well, it started off by saying, I was saying, uh, welcome to off the record podcasting for impact. And then I realized I cannot really say the title of my show that well. Like I stumble over the word record, record, re- I, still, I find it hard, record, record, off the record. And How this is something I, you know, I keep making all these mistakes for my own production. It's incredible. Uh, This is what I, that's what I advise my clients. Like, make sure you can actually pronounce, you can actually pronounce the title and say it out loud, say it out loud a few times, uh, see if you like the sound of it, see if you stumble over it, like I usually do when I say off the record. It works better with hashtag impact. I did much better there at my flagship production. Um, And that that also brings me to the fun fact that uh, it was a few, I think it was a few years ago now, I have to dig out this uh, article um, by... Pod News. If you don't, if you don't know Pod News yet, then you have missed out. Uh, they do really great industry news, uh, and they uh, they published that article. Uh, it was a few years ago now about um, well, two things actually uh, about categories and which categories are like especially like particularly crowded in the podcasting space, uh, and how if you would you know publish a podcast in a category that's not very busy. Um, like, oh gosh, I cannot even think of an example now. It's not the business category. That one is very crowded categories, but there are just some really random categories. And when you upload your podcast, you get to choose which category you want to, uh, kind of attribute your podcast to. Uh, so you have, of course, a much better chance to stand out if you are, if you are, well, given you want to do a podcast that's also related to that random category, right? There's a reason why certain categories are not very busy. Anyway, you would rank better better if you would um, do like a chess podcast or so, for example, like the actual game. I don't know if there's like a chess category, but maybe there's a games category. Anyways, in that same article or in one article that was also published by Pod, Pod News, uh, there was also this fun, uh, this fun overview over which are like the, the titles that are most used in 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 a podcast, uh, in a podcast title. Yeah, so there are certain titles that are also not very unique. And Off the Record is one of them. It's like one of these top titles that there are so many shows out there. And of course, when you're starting your own podcast, you don't want to have a podcast show title that is uh, where people have to dig through a hundred other Off the Record podcasts to finally find yours. Anyway, I thought it was hilarious that I like really tick all the boxes here at Off the Record for making all the mistakes. Uh, And as I want to bring you these conversations here that are a little bit more candid and a little bit more unscripted and raw and authentic, uh, I also want to just share uh, like on, on a daily basis, like what's happening here at my podcast business. Um, and today I had this really wonderful uh, conversation with this VC fund that are looking into producing their own podcast. And it's always wonderful to have these conversations and just ask them, you know, why do they want to do that? Why do they want to do a podcast and what do they want to like bring to their uh, community? And it it really made me think of this, you know, carving out your own space and making your own rules with uh, what you want to bring uh, to to the podcast to your own uh, podcast, and that doesn't that doesn't only go for um, for the podcast itself. Uh, that also goes to when you think of like the people you want to work with, the people you want to feature, the people you want to uh, collaborate with as sponsors, for example. Uh, and that whole sponsorship uh, thought <laughs> brought me then to. A fun story uh, about how reluctant I was uh, over at my production, Hashtag Impact, to even consider working with sponsors when I first started out, um, because I had this like awful experience of. Um, th- this was when I was still in Hong Kong. I was on my way to uh, a like a fun after work with some of my girlfriends, and I was walking through very busy uh, central Hong Kong. And if you if you haven't been in Hong Kong, it's it's very like the sidewalks are like especially in the city center, they're really packed and it's crowded and. And you it's difficult to even like stop for a second anywhere because you're probably going to be run over by a million people that want to try to very busily uh, hustling through the streets of Hong Kong trying to get somewhere. There's a lot of it gets very fast in a way. Just taking a lovely stroll uh, through the city center as you could, I think, do here in Vienna. It doesn't really work the same way. Anyway, I wasn't intending on doing like a nice stroll. I was intending to doing a fast power walk after my busy day. And I, I had seen this um, title, like this episode pop up on my on my podcast app. And there was this episode on the Tim Ferriss show that I really wanted to listen to. And I put in my earphones and I, like, get going. Uh, And then it is, like, like five minutes of commercials and ads and, I mean, lovingly read out by him and presented in a way by Tim that is definitely, you know, how they say it should be done. Like, it should be, you know, coming from the heart and the host should really resonate with the product. And, yeah, he lovingly uh, had, like, a five-minute... Uh, pre-roll uh, of all these—I don't know—vitamin pills that he was taking and uh, other website hosts he was using. Or I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Doesn't matter. It was annoying, and I—I I couldn't. You know, in any other situation, I would have stopped, uh, maybe, and and skipped the five minutes for it. But even if you want to skip five minutes, yeah, I didn't want to miss the beginning of the episode. And so I I would have needed to like skip forward and find the exact moment where the episode actually starts. And I couldn't do that in that moment because I was on this busy, busy street. So, and I also thought like, okay, maybe after the next commercial, it's going to start because I could not believe that it would go on and on and on for that long. So that's what I did. I listened to, uh, I I. I listened through this five minute commercial and that was the moment I decided and this was when I had like just started my podcast. So this was like in 2017 or so. Um, And this is kind of like where I decided I will never have sponsors on my podcast. This is awful. This is an awful listener experience. And I, I think actually now come to think of it, I haven't gone back to listening to the Tim Ferriss show ever since although i really love his conversations like he's a really good conversationalist but i yeah i gave up on it that day just like that bam off <laughs> delete not gonna listen to that anymore yeah so um i think today i was kind of reminded when i had this really lovely conversation with this uh, representative of this vc fund that I could really see myself also working with as a sponsorship. I'm not sure if they, if they pick up on it. I definitely offered it to them. Um, but that the way I thought sponsorship has to work on a podcast is actually not, uh, you know, it's actually, there's actually no one that tells you, or there's no like rule of it, how it should be, how you should work with your sponsors when you're running your own show. And that's just something I was reminded of today that I, I kind of had a little smile at myself because nowadays I so comfortably talk about sponsorship opportunities on my podcast because I found a way to to do these collaborations and sponsorships in a way that works for me and my listeners and the sponsor that's like rewarding and refreshing and and not a just like a five-minute ad that listeners want to skip through so I'm happy to share a bit more about this topic if if that's interesting to you and I, I think it i I think I already know you will say yes, because this is one of the questions I often get uh, from the podcasters I work with uh, that want to know, like, OK, how 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 can sponsorships work? How many? No, this is the question they ask. How many downloads do I have until I get to have a sponsor on my podcast? Yeah. And uh, that's the question that I I think how I also thought it works, but actually it doesn't work like that. It, it works in some for some podcasts it works like that because they want it to work like that for them uh, but for me that's not how it works at all it's not about the download numbers at all. Um, it's about the it's about the stories I tell and finding um, really interesting really interesting uh, partners that uh, can be aligned with what I'm doing on my channel and then turn this into like a beautiful, into a beautiful conversation that that can be sponsored, yeah. Uh, and also, then I'm also very excited about this upcoming uh, podcast festival, and maybe I'm going to share a little bit about that in a um, in a second episode um, because I think it deserves its own place on this channel. Uh, all right i hope you're all having a super super lovely day and i hope this now this actually recorded yeah it did i can like double record it now yeah it did